With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network with a lot more content coming your way. Make sure that you check out adzsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Freeman Mazda brings you Primetime every single night from Sunday through Thursday at 8 p.m. Central. We'll talk more about them and the ride of the week as well as the stat of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, let's get right into tonight's main topic. DeAndre Hopkins. I think it is time for us to talk about him. I didn't want to buy into the hype just yet. And I still might not be fully buying into it. More on that later. But he remains available. And he might not be as expensive as many of us thought he would originally. Let's look at the facts. Hopkins has not been traded, first and foremost. But also, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills, who are perhaps, were perhaps the likeliest suitors for Hopkins, are reportedly out of the conversation. They are reportedly not trading for Hopkins. Both teams have not said that directly, but there are reports from credible sources out there on on the Twitter space. There are reports out there that those teams are not pursuing Hopkins. And you pair that with the fact that Hopkins has been granted permission by the Arizona Cardinals to trade them away and you put one and one together and you might assume the same thing that Albert re-reported on Sports Illustrated earlier this month, that Hopkins might not be very expensive in terms of the actual trade. We'll get into the money aspect later. Uh, he wrote this for Sports Illustrated earlier in the month. This is from Albert Breer. I don't think that it'll be what they wanted initially, a.k.a. a second round pick. The ask had been a second rounder and another asset. Based on indications I've gotten, that sort of return simply is not coming. I do think that he will bring back more than Brandon Cooks did for the Texans. Uh, We know as Cowboys fans that uh, the Texans got a fifth rounder for 2023 and a 2024th sixth rounder. But Albert Breer says the following. It will probably be closer to that than what Arizona is looking for. Ooh, closer to that. Not exactly that. More than Brandon Cooks, but not a second rounder. So somewhere in between, that could mean a lot of stuff. But what if Dander Hopkins costs you like a fifth rounder, a fourth rounder? What if he's significantly less expensive 
in a trade than many would assume. And he's still out there. And if you are the Dallas Cowboys and you're approaching this offseason with an all-in mentality, you have traded for Stephon Gilmore, you have traded for Hopkins, you have re-signed uh, some of your top free agents, pretty much all of them. I mean, they didn't bring back Dalton Schultz. They cut Ezekiel Elliott, etc. But they did re-sign Donovan Wilson, paying a safety for the first time in many, many years. They re-signed Leighton Van Der Esch, and now they bring back Jonathan Hankins and also maybe some smaller moves like uh, Dante Fowler Jr., among others. From 1 to 10, I'll pose a question to you guys in the chat, and then we'll get into the financial aspect of it. From 1 to 10, how likely do you think a trade for the Andrew Hopkins would be at this stage of the offseason? Because I, I will be the first one to say, it sounds like a crazy type of move, but also if Hopkins, if his market in the trade world is surprisingly low for the Cardinals and they want to get rid of him just to get something in return and get rid of that contract, this, this might actually be pretty feasible and pretty possible. Let me know in the chat from 1 to 10 how possible do you think that is. By the way, welcome everyone into the show. I... I started off that rant and and didn't didn't read your comments i'm sorry for that uh shout out to all of you though we've got toxic tom in the house we've got katharina jeff as well uh john jones in there nicholas bruce chris brown thank you everyone for for joining the show let's see some of your comments here jason goes with the six lance goes with the six donnie with the eight uh, Katharina goes with the eight as well. Gregory with the four. Tommy915 goes with the six. Christopher says six and trade Michael Gallup in the deal. I, I don't see that happening. I don't see that part of it happening just because, I mean, they, they did restructure Michael Gallup's contract recently. So I would be very surprised if he's involved in a deal. I, I would guess that that won't happen. Toxic Tom says, I think that Dallas would need to move Gallup to do this. I don't see Arizona, a team trying to cut payroll, taking on Gallup's deal. I don't know if they would have to move Gallup's contract, but we'll get into the financial aspect of it. I'll tell you this, though. My answer is a, a low one. I'm going to go with a low answer. I'm going to go with a three. However, this is still objectively... On the table, in my opinion, I would assume I would assume that it is a little bit of out of uh, an out of the box suggestion because the Cowboys are already in this for them uber aggressive mode that we are not used to. I think they are being honest about them putting together their version of an all lean off season. This is as close as we're gonna get to that probably trading for Gilmore, trading for Brandon Cooks, and then re-signing many of the key guys, including a safety, which is not their MO. It's not their way of doing things, usually. Paying a safety, a three-year deal with that much guaranteed money, high average value for a safety. Uh, they're doing things differently. That's what we know. That's what we know. They're doing things differently. And if they want to make that final push, if they want to make that final all-in push, especially knowing that they have a late first-round draft pick, 
and the cost for for Hopkins is a surprisingly low one, I could see them rolling the dice in terms of the trade. However, I have to go with a low answer just because it does seem unlikely. They have already gotten their guy who was Brandon Cooks. And an, an additional move would be a, a surprise. Uh, however, the, the biggest challenge might be the actual financial side of things. And I wrote about this for ADC Sports last week. The Cowboys are currently set to pay Brandon Cooks $12 million in 2023. And then they're in for another $8 million next year. Meanwhile, DeAndre Hopkins is due $19.5 million in 2023. They could rework that just like they did with Brandon Cooks. You know, they restructured his deal a little bit, brought the cap number down. And that is not exactly the cap number. That's what he's due for 2023. Say that the Cardinals are very desperate and they take on some of that. Even then, it is tough to envision the Cowboys pulling the trigger because of the financials. Not because of the trade compensation, because of the financials. And then on top of that, keep in mind that they did restructure Gallup's deal. And I think that matters because it does show a level of optimism even after a disappointing year for Michael Gallup. And I say that because, as you guys know, anytime that you restructure a contract, you're essentially, you, you are essentially committing yourself to him a little bit more in the long term. Heck, Gallup's deal is pretty similar to the Amari Cooper one, and they didn't restructure that uh before they cut him, but they did restructure Gallup's deal. So it does show that they are bullish on, on Gallup. So overall, I don't think that it will happen, but objectively, Hopkins is still on the table, and I think that it would be a feasible target for the Cowboys. I wouldn't be completely shocked if one day we wake up to those news. Let's see some of your comments here on the show. Zach says, what's the numbers on Hankins? And we'll get into that in more in depth later, but just to answer your question, sir, $1.5 million via Michael Gelkin from the Dallas Morning News. Hankins is back. Uh, Tommy915, though, says Hopkins would sign a new deal and make it very team friendly. I don't know if he would make it like very team friendly, but he did say that he was not going to arrive at wherever he ends up in and demand like a new deal, new money, etc. So he might be relatively friendly about things. I'm not sure if it would be a complete new deal, completely new deal with a lower salary, et cetera. I, I don't know. But as Toxic Tom says here, it is an enticing proposition. D-Hop, Lamb, Cooks in the starting lineup, and then Gallup is your number four guy. Like, I mean, I know that Gallup is off of a disappointing year as a number two last season as a number four that's a pretty solid wide receiver core if we are being honest i would love that combination uh man i just would not put it past this version of the cowboys not only because of the way they're doing things but because of the circumstances surrounding d hop it sounds like there's not a very heavy market for his services 
at this point. He's not going to, I don't think that he's going to play for the Cardinals. The fact that Arizona has already granted him permission to seek a trade kind of tells you everything at this point. It tells you that they're, they're looking for a way out in terms of Hopkins. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. First and foremost, do me a favor, hit the like button, share the stream. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, let your friends know about prime time, but more than anything, take one second to hit that thumbs up. It really helps out the show a lot. Uh, so I invite you to do that. Take one more, one small second, hit the like button for me. Uh, shout out also to Inez Gomez, who's watching on the show. David Lawrence says, no wait, you add a you, no wait. You add another wide receiver that needs the ball to be satisfied. This ain't Madden. But hey, not going to lie. Uh, Cooks, Lamp, and, and Hopkins in the same wide receiver core, that wouldn't be the reason that kept me from doing that. You know, uh, them wanting the football. I would still do it, uh, personally, if I was running a football team. And I think many, many general managers would, too. <laughs> Toxic Tom says, hit the like button or Tolbert will line up off sides. <laughs> there you go. Anyways, uh, Zach Dan is here uh, before, Zach Don is, excuse me, says, so the Cowboys are sitting right around $6 million under the cap, not including sick money, which will be obviously reflected in first or potential Dak slash Pollard extensions. Wondering if the Dak extension is being held off until after the draft in case they are able to steal a quarterback they picked later in the draft. Did a mock draft, and after a first four quarterbacks went off the table, the rest fell until I picked Hooker in the third round, says Zach. Um, interesting proposition. I think it is not out of the ordinary. Like, I got to tell you, I think that the Dak extension gets done this year. I don't think it is out of the ordinary that it hasn't happened yet. Uh, maybe as, as fans of the team, as followers of the team, we are like impatient just because we want the salary cap space. We want the big name free agents. Heck, we're talking about trading for Hopkins even after trading for Brandon Cooks. So we want that salary cap space and we want it now. But also, I think it makes a lot of sense that it isn't done yet. Personally, you know, you restructure Prescott's deal to buy more time. So you still have pretty much all the offseason to get it done. I personally think that it will get done. And I got to tell you, if say, say that they do say, let's get, let's get in conspiracy mode here a little bit and say that Zach is right. Say that the Cowboys are really thinking that way. I, for one, would be strongly against that mentality because how does that make sense? Uh, in, in my opinion, like you're going to hold on. You're going to hold off on extending your quarterback, essentially maybe giving him even more leverage to bank on stealing somebody in the NFL draft. I don't know. I don't know about that, personally. I have a rookie class assigned, and I need cap space now, says Toxic Tom. 
Well, you, you, you don't need to pay them now, though, do you? You don't need to pay them now, though. Uh, mutated pixelation says, hit the like, good people, show them Mo needs to be paid. <laughs> Shout out to you, sir. Thank you for being here on the show. There's a there's also a fake Mr. Beast in here, too. Shout out to, to, to Mr. Beast. <laughs> I wouldn't like that way of doing things, like just banking on stealing a quarterback in the draft and because of that, postponing one of the most important decisions that you will make in years for your franchise, aka a Dak Prescott extension. We had four, we, we had five, essentially four predictions, and then we predicted the rest of the free agents. But we had a show pre- making four, four free agency predictions not that long ago. We're just waiting on the Dak Prescott extension to get those four check marks because it was big name wide receiver. Cowboys got Brandon Cooks. It was cutting seek, re-signing Dono, and extending Dak Prescott. So we are one away from a perfect score on that show if we exclude the the rest of the free agents that we predicted. We've gotten some mistakes here and there. I thought that Cooper Rush was not going to re-sign. Obviously, he did. But I will say this, though. The Cowboys do, it does seem like they're looking at quarterbacks heading into the NFL draft. Does seem like they are. Tommy915 says, maybe he's a real one, Mo. Hey, hey, maybe maybe it's the real Mr. Beast. With that guy, uh, you never know, honestly. Shout out to Mr. Beast if he's like uh, really watching at this moment. I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think... I don't think that Mr. Beast is actually uh, out here watching ADC Sports Dallas primetime. He might be a Cowboys fan. Who knows? <laughs> Yo, how crazy it is that, like, he has done videos like this before. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying into it. Don't worry. I'm not getting excited thinking that uh, Jimmy is watching us right now. But crazy to think that those videos that he has made, everyone has thought the same, <laughs> essentially. Uh, anyways. Moving on a little bit here on the show, I see some people talking about drafting a tight end or an offensive lineman. I see people talking about best player available. We need a new quarterback, says Dan Williams. I see people talking about the draft. We're going to get into the stat of the week in a few moments here on the show, and it's going to be about one of the new Cowboys darlings, apparently. I'm just going to read this one before we move on from the Mr. Beast theories. All in Toxic Tom says, please, Mr. Beast, buy the Cowboys. Yeah, if this is a video in which you're trying to give up, uh, give away money to the people watching or the host of the show, we don't want that. We want you to go and buy the Dallas Cowboys, please. Sell, sell the channel, sell uh, Fistable, sell all of it. Purchase the Dallas Cowboys. We challenge you to do that. <laughs> Anyways, now let's get serious. Let's get into the Freeman Mazda stat of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Freeman Mazda stat of the week presented to you by Freeman Mazda. And this time, it is a draft-related stat. If you are a Dallas Cowboys fan and you follow Cowboys content on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, chances are by now you have heard about 
TCU offensive lineman Steve Avila. He honestly has become one of the top pet cats in the Cowboys Twitter community and the Cowboys draft community. And it's easy to understand why. Number one, the Cowboys do have a need at offensive line. Uh, we don't know who's the projected starter at left guard right now. The Cowboys are even discussing the possibility of starting Terence Steele at that position. So it's logical that they're interested in Steve Avila. And I wanted to make the Freeman Mazda stat of the week about him because it turns out he is one of the top, top 30 visit guys for the Cowboys. And we know that for Dallas, those matter because historically they have had visits with the guys that they draft. And look at the stat of the week. Here we go. Steve Avila had 540 pass blocking snaps in 2022, and he allowed zero sacks in those blocking snaps, in those pass blocking snaps. Pretty remarkable numbers for the TCU prospect. I personally have not dived into his tape yet. I am just one game into him, so I don't want to give you my thoughts just yet, but we'll get into that later on primetime. However, I will say this. It seems like he fits the Tyler Smith bill a little bit in the sense that he is raw. He is not a developed prospect yet. He is not the technician. He does have some athleticism, some lateral agility and all of that. I don't know if he is as nasty of a blocker as Tyler Smith, but Steve Avila, look out for him. It appears like he's one of the Cowboys' darlings at this point. Uh, some people have him graded as a first-rounder, some people as a second-rounder, but do keep in mind the Cowboys are picking 26th overall in the NFL draft. So if you want to get Avila, chances are you have to do it in the first round if you are the Dallas Football Cowboys. So there you go. That is the Freeman Mazda stat of the week. Let me know in the chat, would you or would you not draft Steve Avila with pick number 26? And obviously, it depends on who else is available. But just in a probability scenario, thinking about who could it be available, would you like or dislike drafting Steve Avila? Let me know in the chat. And while you do that, and before, and before I give you my answer, let me talk to you about the guys that make this segment possible and this show possible. Freeman Mazda, a family-owned business for over 65 years. You can check out their dealership over at Irving, Texas. And you can also browse their website over at FreemanMazda.net. In there, you can see their wide range of new and used vehicles, as well as the features of every car, pictures of the outside and inside of each vehicle and as we do around this time here on prime time it is time to talk about the freeman mazda ride of the week in this case the 2023 mx5 miata grand touring this one starts at $34,115 it's got apple carplay slash android auto manual transmission a convertible roof premium audio system a blind spot monitor and a miles per gallon capacity of 26 when you are in the city that goes up to 34 when you are in the highway so make sure you check out Freeman Mazda 
and the write of the week on their website, freemanmazda.net. Let's see what you guys have to say in the chat about Steve Avila. I'm very interested in getting your thoughts about him. Hey, I got to tell you something. I got to tell you something. Cowboys, BPA, team needs. They kind of can do both. <laughs> they kind of can, can do both. They, they took C.B. Lamb when he was available, even though they didn't really need a wide receiver. And then last year, they just... <laughs> They just took their position needs almost in order, right? They got their offensive lineman. They got their defensive end, their wide receiver, and then their tight end. Like they, they hit each position need one by one. Was it a coincidence? Were they drafting by need? Who knows? But they nailed pretty much all of those picks last year. Uh, I mean, Jalen Tolbert might be the one that is a huge Huge question mark. But uh, <laughs> we'll see. Let's see what you guys have to say about Steve Avila. Would you like it or dislike it? Uh, Tommy915 says, I like him. Toxic Tom says, Steve looks like a real-life Goomba. I take the money father of five, says Jack. Uh, speak for yourself, Mo. Oh, no. Uh, people are talking about the Mr. Beast right there. Let's see here. <laughs> David Lawrence says, I think that we picked him in the first. Toxic Tom says, if if it's the, the 26th pick, then no. No for lost in translation. Lance goes with no. Gregory says, is he a guard? For the Cowboys, he would be a guard. Yes, sir. Played a little bit of both in TCU, though. Gibbs at 26, says Lost in Translation. Hey, Gibbs, Gibbs is gaining some support among the fan base as well. Have an eight-round grade on Avila, says Toxic Tom. Nah, come on, come on. Gilbert says that he's a third-rounder for him. Showtime says that uh, having that second-round best interior offensive lineman is Minnesota center, then Torrance from Florida. Bruce says that he would like it. Let's see here, though. Let's let, let's be honest, man. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this though. You're probably not getting a first round graded player with a 26th overall pick. You're likely looking at second round players because that's just the way it works. That's the way that the NFL draft usually works. I like some other linemen ahead of him, says Brian. Yeah, the and I get it. I personally have not finished watching the, the linemen. I have watched Torrance. I I like him. I don't think that he's like this clear-cut number one, though, in the class. Like, once again, I have not finished watching the linemen yet. And I, I don't go super deep, by the way, into some of these, pro into the prospects. Like, I am not a draft guy. I watch tape, and I mo mostly watch the positions that the Cowboys are going to be interested in. And I just, you know, take a few notes here and there. But honestly, there are draft people that you should listen to before me. Uh, just want to put that out there and want to keep it real with you guys. But I've seen that it's kind of like pick your poison at offensive line this year, especially at inside off offensive line. Like some people have Torrance out of Avila. Some people have 
uh, Avila, Herb Torrens. Then uh, somebody mentioned the Wisconsin, the Minnesota guy. He's also in there uh, every time. So we'll find out. I will tell you that, though, he looks raw, Steve Avila. We know that the Cowboys likely do not care about that based on what we've seen in recent years, especially the Tyler Smith pick last season. Let's see here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see, let's see. Hit the like button, y'all, says Toxic Tom. His birthday likes are what he wants as a gift, says Toxic. <laughs> I appreciate you, sir. Do me a favor, though. Do hit the thumbs up. Uh, thank you for, for joining the show, by the way. We are over 100 people right now in the stream between Facebook and YouTube, and we are at 32 likes. We need to get that number up for sure. Do me a favor and hit the thumbs up. Anyways, Let's get into some more news. Let's get into some more news around the NFL, mainly the Cowboys. Resigned Jonathan Hankins. So he's back. No tackle for the Cowboys. It was a must because the depth chart for Dallas was not looking very pretty at defensive tackle. And it, it you might still need somebody else, but now you don't need that no tackle because you've got him in Hankins. Many people were speculating, and even us here on Primetime, Many people were speculating about Hankins wanting to sign until late in the offseason. But it's cool that the Cowboys took care of that deal because it speaks volumes as to how happy they were after trading for him. They, they value him very clearly. They re-sign him, get him back for at least another year, $1.5 million. Quinton Vohana is also on the team, so now you have some sort of depth. And then... A little bit wider, but uh, Ozo Diyasuwa, Tree Technique is your starter. So probably Hankins and Osa are your starters right now at defensive line. And I think the Cowboys could still look to add somebody in the draft at the position because it is a thin, thin group. Now, what helps make it better is that Dallas has some versatile guys. They use a lot of defensive ends inside. Dan Quinn shows a lot of very creative defensive fronts in third and long situations. He'll roll out a NASCAR front, which means four defensive ends or four pass rushers. And sometimes only one of them has a hand in the dirt. So Cowboys defense has a lot of versatility, but we still need to know. Uh, we, we still need to know who else is going to be a part of that defensive tackle group. Hankins is a good signing, says Lance Vell. I agree. I agree. Uh, Robinson going to a contender is deadly, says Philly D. Hope that the Eagles take him. Mo, do you think, says Gregory, the next year's draft would be better for offensive line players? Not going to lie to you, Gregory. I do not have that answer for you, man. Uh, usually, I'm very late to the draft process. I kind of like postpone it until there's no more time. Next year... You know, that's that's going to be my my one of my New Year resolutions. I know it's almost April. Do not judge me. But one of my resolutions for 2023 is going to be getting started early in the draft process. So during the season, so when the time comes, I'm not rushing through some of these guys' tape. <laughs> some other NFL news, though, that I wanted to get to. Some other NFL news that I wanted to get to. The league approved 
something that has been widely controversial when it comes to Thursday night football. They essentially approved that teams can play twice in the same season on Thursday night. But let me clarify here. That doesn't mean that they can do the same thing that the Cowboys have done all these years and play Thursday night and then the Thanksgiving game or the other way around. That has nothing to do with it, right? They can play twice in the same season a Thursday night football game on short rest. NFL teams out of a 17-game schedule can have two short weeks now in the same year. Man. Man. What do you guys think about that rule? Do you uh, thumbs up or thumbs down for that new rule? Jerry Jones obviously voted in favor of this. I couldn't be more against it. Obviously, NFL players are already sounding off on it. Uh, NFLPA has not said anything from what I've said. I even checked before the before the show to see if there was already like this statement from the players' union against the decision. I couldn't be more against it. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. Let me know in the chat. We know that this is not good for players' safety, right? Like, the NFL argues that there is no data on the injuries, or on injury rates being higher on these games. But how many times, and this might be just anecdotal evidence, but how many times have we seen players miss the game in the first place? Like, not even... Not even get injured during the games, but not make Thursday. And I've always said this. I've always said this to, to lay out the example because you cannot tell me that it is the same for players. There's just simply no way. This is how an NFL week is constructed every year in the NFL and for basically every team. You get your game day on Sunday, then Monday and Tuesday, Players are not really working. They are rehabbing, and it's the coaches who are hard at work, holed up in a room, watching tape, getting ready for the rival, getting together the game plan. And then also the quarterbacks are involved in that process. And then on Wednesday, on Wednesday, first practice, install, maybe some walkthrough stuff. Then Thursday and Friday, teams do things very differently. But just on Wednesday, you are getting the install, right? Just on Wednesday, the coaches are letting the players know what the plan is. Monday and Tuesday are all about rehab, all about rest. You cannot tell me that you can build a similar week structure when the game is on Thursday. Like you get out of that game day and maybe on Monday, you're already getting the walkthrough. You don't even have time to like rehab. They, they don't even... They don't even practice during short weeks at this stage. Kind of sucks. Uh, I hate that decision, but obviously, although the the, the <laughs> I'll get to that comment in a moment because I gotta respect it. <laughs> that was a very good one. Uh, <laughs> I'll get to it in a moment. Uh, I will just say this: the NFL preaches about. Player safety, they talk a lot about it. But just like 
rock always beats paper. Uh, nah, the other way around, actually. Just like paper always beats rock and rock, paper, scissors, money always beats players' safety when the NFL is making their decisions. And Amazon has a lot of money. $1 million per year is what they pay for their rights to broadcast the NFL. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How's Nelson? You guys, are, you guys are ruthless. How's Nelson says, fairly certain that your eye has its hand raised to ask a question. <laughs> hey, it's going down. It's going down. I think that by, by Sunday, we're not going to be worried about the eye. For those of you who are new to the show, we've been <laughs> we've been dealing with the with the eye style for a while now. I gotta respect, I gotta respect uh House Nelson for that comment. That was a good one. Uh Toxic Tom says you should <laughs> you should wear an eye patch. Tommy915 says, watch out, Mo, the NFL will blackball you. I don't think so. I, I mean, we're just picking facts here. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor, hit the like button. That will be it for me tonight on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. But it is just Wednesday. That means that we will see each other tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central. <laughs> Look at my good eye. <laughs> you guys are having fun in the comments. That's why I love you. Do me a favor, hit the thumbs up. I will see you 8 p.m. Central tomorrow night. We'll find out what we'll be talking about. And I hope that you guys have a fantastic Wednesday. Check out aducsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that primetime is brought to you by our friends over at freemanmazda.net. Make sure that you check them out and the ride of the week. Nos vemos el día de mañana. Hasta luego. Bye-bye.